0: You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Business Blab. We're taking off our mom hats and letting our entrepreneurial side show. So grab a notebook and give yourself a bossy timeout. Come back to Business Blab. This is Megan. And this is Mickey. Hello, everyone. We are here with another mini episode for you guys. And this week, we're going to talk about 10 things to do during downtime at work.
1: Yeah. So these are some pretty good, um, good tips. Hopefully, I mean, you can even kind of do these while you're working from home too. Mm. Not not always at the office, but um, yeah, let's get started. So number one is to double check your work. That way you're handing in perfect work that you can be proud of. Um, Just a good chance to go back through and, and make sure you didn't miss anything and feel, you know, comfortable and confident when you do have to turn that stuff in.
0: Mm hmm. Pro tip, if you have like accountability partner or a close friend who's a coworker, you can send them what you're going to turn in to have them proof it, like at least with our business blab or our boss lady stuff. A lot of times I'll send Mickey the copy before I post it just for another set of eyes and just to kind of like double check that work. So having some like another set of eyes at any time is really helpful, too. Yeah. And the second one is to look ahead. So wrapping your head around upcoming deadlines, just kind of knowing and having a plan for what's coming up so that nothing is just like, oh, I totally forgot about that and springs up out of nowhere. And then you're pressured and you don't do your best work. So just looking ahead and planning it all out.
1: Yeah, it's a good time to sit down and actually look at your planner, go through your to-do list and organize everything and yeah, every, I think you always feel better when you have a game plan going yeah, forward. Yeah,
0: those 2020 planners can actually yep, be just Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> okay, number three is to help a coworker. So especially if you see somebody struggling to meet a deadline, um, if you you know notice that they're kind of falling behind, you can reach out and help them. It'll help you get some more experience. And it's always important to good, to build good work relationships.
0: The next one is organize your workspace. Oh my gosh, this is like a game changer. I am, well, first of all, I'm the queen of like tornadoing through my workspace. Like my desk pile here, pile there. I use the floor in my office a lot of the time (laughs) to like set different things because my desk isn't big enough. But at the end of the day, when you're done working, You know, just take a couple minutes to get everything nice and tidied up, so that you can come back to your desk or your office for your next task for work and have it just be ready to go. And it will make things a lot easier to have a clear mind and be super productive. They they always say like organization helps with productivity, and I promise you from experience, it is like the biggest game changer.
1: Um, The next one is kind of going hand in hand with that, so it's to organize your digital workspace. So, go through your inbox, sort out all of those notifications and emails (laughs) you have. Like, go through, delete those spam emails, unsubscribe. I cannot. My husband is one of those people that has the notification bubble all the time. I I have
0: 3,020 emails right now, and on my laptop, 9,918.
1: I'm like,
0: I'm so overwhelmed.
1: Yeah. So, a good thing to do that I have found that's so simple but it's really impactful is go through. And just when you do have time, go through a few of those, like, oh, it's just spam stuff, unsubscribe. Like yeah. it, it's like one click usually, so easy to just like cut that company off of your list. I know I get emails from every store I've ever been to, I think in everything <laughs> that I've like inquired in and just going through and ups- unsubscribing to those after I realize, oh, I've just been deleting emails from them every day. I should just stop getting them. And it really helps cut down on some of that spam traffic for sure.
0: Yeah, this has been on my to do list for like, a very, very long time. And it's just so overwhelming. And I just always feel the sense of like, something's not done in the back of my head, because I know that this is looming over me, even like trying to put folders in my inboxes, so I can like organize things as they come in. But I wish, I honestly wish that I could just like delete everything in all my inboxes and have a fresh start and then not let myself get behind. Like my husband, I see him every night. He goes through his email and deletes and like he never has any unread emails. I'm just like, I have like five email addresses that are just like overflowing. So yeah, that's definitely on my, that's like one of my goals. I think that's a huge one. Um, The next one is to prep for your year, your year end review. Now, a lot of you guys work for yourselves, right? And so it's really important to sit down with yourself and look back over your year of business and even quarterly. But at the end of the year is a really good time to do it. And just kind of, you know, you want to see where did I get my business? What worked for me? What didn't work for me? What can I be doing better next year? What do I need to change and writing down your accomplishments now while they're fresh in your mind to help you remember some of the positive things that happened. And then also just kind of preparing goals for the next year as it comes.
1: Um, The next one is to create a to-do list. So just going through it, taking a minute to prioritize what you're going to do tomorrow. I mean, it's as simple as that. Just sit down. Okay. These are the things I need to get done and to focus on can really help narrow your focus and keep you motivated.
0: The next one is to build your knowledge. That's one of the biggest things you can do to not stay stagnant in your business So, you know, reading blogs or books or just, you know, even YouTube, listening to podcasts. I mean, we talk about these things a lot on especially this mini episode, The Business Blab. But just building your knowledge and continuing to grow and educate yourself is going to make you a better person to rely on for people, you know, when they come to somebody in your industry and just having this extra knowledge that not everybody has. Like you have to push yourself to go out there and do this extra learning, but it's really going to be helpful for you in the long run and set you apart from other people.
1: Yeah. Um, Let's see. The next one is to do a back burner project. So that thing that you've had on your to-do list, now's the time to do it. Whether, I mean, even for business that could be, oh, starting a business Instagram, if you don't have one, or writing a blog, or you know, getting your website up and running or any list of things. I know a lot of us right now working from home are like, oh, time to do that home improvement project in my office or whatever. Any of those projects that you have going, might as well just get started and work on it in your downtime. Yep.
0: And then the last tip we have for you guys on this episode is if you work with Um, Other people, if you're not just self-employed by yourself, a really good thing you can do on your downtime is to get involved in other team projects. So working with your coworkers on one of their projects gives you a new challenge, which is always good to push yourself and, you know, kind of go outside of your comfort zone at work. Be challenged at work. That's a huge thing. So it gives you a new challenge, but it also helps build really good rapport with your coworkers. And, you know, in their downtime, they will probably return the favor if they see that you could use some help with the project as well. So just kind of putting yourself out there and helping out how you can. If you're self employed or if it's just you, you could really just maybe use that time to brainstorm new projects that you might want to be doing and ways that you can outsource to have some help brought into your business. So like, if you're really bad at cleaning out your email or responding to emails, maybe looking into hiring a virtual assistant that can help you with that, or just kind of coming up with ways, you know, you can still get involved with new projects or have other people come in and help you.
1: Yep. yep. So hopefully um, some of those, you know, ideas help you guys stay busy. (laughs) Not that anyone needs help staying busy, but using that downtime to be more productive and um, beneficial to your business.
0: Yep. And that's all we have for you guys. So until next time, stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback.
1: Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies.
0: And until next time, stay Stay bossy. bossy.